Isaiah 53, 6 says, All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. We've all done our own thing away from God. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. Romans 3.23 says, all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. What that means is that not that we're as bad as we can be, but it does mean that we're as bad off as we can be. We desperately need this gift. Why? Because Romans 6.23 says, for the wages or the result of sin is death. But the free gift of God is the eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's what the Christmas message is really all about. Hebrews 9.27 reminds us, It is appointed for man to die once. No reincarnation. It is appointed for us to die once. And after this comes judgment. And so all that to say, we are in deep trouble. We desperately, desperately need that gift. An indescribable gift. The second thing we need to know and understand about that gift, real quickly, is this, this gift is not a gift if it's earned or deserved. It's not a gift. If you give me a brand new car, a brand new Lamborghini, and you say, here, this is a gift for you, Brad. It's a $500,000 car, and it's free. It's a gift. And you say, thank you. I, I would say thanks. And then he says, oh, by the way, can you give me $1,000? So I give him $1,000. Technically, that's not a gift anymore. It's a great deal, but it's not a gift. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not as a result of works, that no one should boast. In other words, none, none of us are going to be able to go to heaven someday and go, you know what? I got here because I earned it. I got here because I was such a swell person. Titus 3, 5 says, He saved us not on the basis of deeds which we have done in the flesh, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. And so a gift is not a gift if it's earned or deserved. And finally, thirdly, you know, we need to know and understand that, that a gift is not a gift unless you take it. It's not automatically yours. You have to receive it. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, while we were in a state of rebellion, God sent his Son to die for us. 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ also died for sin once for all, the just for the unjust. Why? In order that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. That's what the Christmas message is all about. It's reconciliation with God. It's bringing us back into a right relationship with God as that indescribable gift is all about. But it's a gift that we have to receive. John 1.12 says, But as many as receive him, to them he gives the right to become the children of God. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He stands at the door of our heart and he knocks. He says, If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. In other words, there's a relationship established, a personal relationship that Christ wants to have with each and every one of us. That indescribable gift is something we take. It's something we receive, something that we embrace, something that actually becomes a part of us. So the big question is, if you open that door, have you taken that gift? It's not a gift unless you take it. Listen, contrary to popular opinion, you're not a child of God by default. He is not your Heavenly Father by default. You're not His children by default. You have a desperate need for a gift that you cannot earn or deserve. You have a critical choice for a gift that you have to take. It's a gift that you have to receive. How do you take it? Romans 10, 9 and 10 sums it up. 
If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, in other words, you confess, you embrace the fact that he's the boss. He's behind the driver's seat. He's in charge. You're submitting, you're surrendering your life to him. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, in other words, he is who he claimed to be, the Son of God who has victory and power over death. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that to be true, you will be saved. Have you made that confession? <laughs> Have you taken that gift? You see, Christmas is all about taking that indescribable gift that God gave once for all. You know, the only response to such grace and love and mercy, the only response that we could possibly make is to give him everything we have and everything we are, to surrender everything to him as our Lord, our Savior, and our King. The giving of our time, the giving of our talents, the giving of our treasure. What can you give back to him this evening? Have you given him everything? That's what it's all about. That's the Christmas message. In light of all that he has given to you, what Christmas gift would you give to him? He wants it all. <laughs> and so we surrender back to him what he has already so graciously given to us. I love 1 Peter 1.3. I want to close with this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Would you please pray with me? Father God, Lord, what a, what a wonderful evening as we gather together to celebrate who you are and what you've done. And even through the, the mouths of babes, <laughs> As we've listened to the children, Lord, it's just spoken to our hearts who you are and what you've done for us through that powerful message, through that indescribable gift. And so, Father, tonight I pray that you would speak to our hearts. Help us, Father, to not only understand what that gift is all about, that it's not something we could ever earn, not something we could ever deserve, but, Father, that it's a gift that we have to take and receive into ourselves. And so, Father, I pray tonight that you would help us to do just that. If we haven't ever surrendered our heart to you, that tonight you would speak to those here that may, maybe have never made that decision. What a great time to do it. No better time than Christmas. And I would ask, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts. Help us, Father, to, to uh, embrace this gift and to let the love and power and light of Jesus Christ radiate out from us. And may this Christmas season be one that, that Jesus becomes known in all that we say and all that we do. And Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory for that gift that you have given to us. Help us to, to pass it on, to make it known to each and every person that we come in contact with. And we celebrate the glory, the majesty, the honor of our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray and all God's children said, amen. amen.